Well, hey everyone, I am so glad that you have joined us today. Welcome to Connect, I'm glad that you're here with us. And I am bringing you greetings from the sunny South. Yes, I am in Alabama. And Pastor Chris Hodges from Church of the Highlands has been so gracious to let me use this stage and to bring you the message this morning. And so I want to thank him. I want to thank the Highlands team for y'all being here on the other side of that camera. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, it is a blessing to be able to stand here. It's actually a dream come true um, to be standing on this stage in particular because some of my greatest heroes in the faith have been speaking on this stage. And so I always dreamed of being able to be here and speak at Highlands. You know, I just thought that there might be some, you know, people in the seats, but you know, there's that. So, but I'm just still privileged to be here. So thank you, Highlands, I appreciate it. And Connect, I wanna just shout out to our special guest today, to all of our moms that are watching. We're so glad that you joined us. And I wanna say a happy Mother's Day to you. I have a fantastic timely word from the Lord himself that is gonna be perfect for you in this season. You know, we're, we're in the middle of COVID-19 and we're battling an invisible enemy, as they say. And I just wanna say that we are on a battlefield as mothers and I'm gonna paint that picture for you today and just give you some encouragement, a high five along the way, maybe a little challenge here and there, but I just wanna say that it is gonna be, um, be ready to be encouraged and to feel like, okay, I can keep going, I can make this, I can do this, because you can because you're a mother. So that being said, I wanna give you some examples of some amazing feats of strength that mothers have. I was reading some stories about different mothers who had protected their children. And one, one mom has, um, she took her three-year-old daughter and they were hiking in the woods and they were just out in the woods when a cougar approached and attacked the three-year-old daughter. Grabbed the daughter, started wrestling with it. Well, the mom jumped in wedged herself between the cougar and her three-year-old child and threw the cougar off. Like, can I say that is some amazing strength? What they call this is, they call it hysterical strength. And it's not necessarily hysterical situations that they're in because it's not funny at all, but it's more like hysteria, like adrenaline takes over. And that's what mother bears do, is mother bears protect their young. And so I wanna talk to you a little bit about you know, some of the, the feats of strength that you might have. I call it mother bear syndrome. I call it sometimes, you know, beast mode. Whoa, she was in beast mode. But the one I wanna use today is called G.I. Jane. Now, G.I. Jane mode, that was a, G.I. Jane was a movie in 1997 and it was starred Demi Moore and she was this woman who was going to try to get into the Navy SEAL, um, you know, program. And so she had all these crazy things that happened. You'll have to watch the movie. I'm not gonna tell you about the movie. But G.I. Jane was a soldier on the battlefield, a female soldier on the battlefield. And so I figured that this would be a great message title for today because we moms are on the battlefield. You know, I know that there's, there's times when in the middle of all this, we feel helpless and hopeless in the middle of this battle against COVID-19. We feel like, gosh, is what I'm really doing making a difference? You know, am I, is really, am I staying home? Am I making a difference? Am I saving people's lives? You know, we, we feel like that as a mom as well. We feel like when I am investing in my children when they're young, we feel like, am I really making a difference? Is what I'm doing really getting in there? And I'm here to tell you today, it really is. You are really making a difference in your children, even when they're young. I'm on the other end of things. I have all my four of my kids are adults now. 
And I'm here to tell you that what you're doing right now when your kids are little, it's in there. And I know that this Mother's Day, more than any Mother's Day ever before, all you mothers want is just, I just want a day to myself. I just want no work, no kids, no homeschooling. Can I get an amen? If you're watching, just go ahead and type in the, in the chat, no homeschooling. <laughs> you want no quarantine. But in the middle of all that, in the middle of that battle, I wanna encourage you that what you're doing is making a difference in your children's lives on the daily. And because there are so many similarities to mothering and military, I wanna give you a few right now, and then I'm gonna give you some, some words that we're gonna talk about what mothers and the military have in common. But some of the things that are similar or first of all, Hell Week, okay? Hell Week is the fourth week of a soldier's basic training or basic conditioning. And it's when they go five days and five nights with a maximum total of four hours of sleep. Okay, does that sound normal to anybody? No, but that's what we do as mothers when we have an infant or we have a baby is we don't get sleep. We don't get much you know, food. We don't take care of ourselves the way we should because we're taking care of this little human being. But that's what fierce love does, is we get through hell week. Another similarity is a drill sergeant. Sometimes in our, you know, as we were raising our children, I felt like a drill sergeant myself. I was like, move, 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 everybody go, let's go. No man left behind, let's get it going, you know? But sometimes when you have teenagers, they think they're the drill sergeant and they get up in your face and they're yelling at you. Now that only happened one time with one child in our household. And just to you know, protect his innocence, I won't say his name of who it was, but you all know who it was. But it only happened one time. But so those are the things, so those are some similarities that our um, military and mothering have in common. And I wanna say that when you're going through hell week or boot camp or you have a drill sergeant teenager yelling in your face, you know, you have to develop thick skin. And that's one thing as a mother we have to have because, I mean, some of you might not know this, but little children can actually hurt your feelings. They can. They can say some, like, honest things, and you're like, oh, I gave birth to you? Why would you say that to me? You know, but then when they get older, they actually know what they're doing, and they hurt your feelings. Sometimes they try to hurt your feelings. Sometimes they don't try to hurt your feelings, and they just are hurting your feelings. But you have to develop a thick skin. Like here's for instance, when we were growing, when the kids were growing up and we would be sitting around the dinner table, you know, me being a good mom that I am, I was trying to like, you know, get um, family unity going and get conversation going so that they would know what they were, you know, what each other was going through. And so I'd ask different questions, you know, okay, everybody go around the table and we're going to share this today. And I would hear, that is so stupid. Why do we have to do, this is ridiculous, mom. Why do we have to do this? Or, you know, even some of my daughters, they'd be like, okay, just recently, this just happened. Okay, y'all made us hug it out when we were so mad at one of the other siblings. I mean, that is crazy. And you know what I was thinking? I was like, yep, y'all are gonna do the same exact thing when you have your own kids. Because you know why? If I just, if I didn't have thick skin, if I just curled up in a ball every time they hurt my feelings, I would not be able to get my job done as a mother, right? So we have to have thick skin when we're raising our children. And so some of the similarities I've talked about, now I wanna talk about some terms that um, these, both of these amazing, awe-inspiring, admirable positions hold. And so the, we're gonna, I'm gonna give you the words that um, form the acrostic leadership. L-D-R-S-H-I-P. I know there's a few vowels missing, but that's 
This is my message. I'm going to do it how I want to. (laughs) So leadership, the L in leadership stands for loyalty. And that is, you know, first of all, let me back up to say that leadership, I I chose that terminology because mothers are leaders in their home. You know, there's, um, we, I'm hundred percent submitted to my husband and he is the head of our household a hundred percent for sure. That's a whole different message. But I am the one who leads our children most of the time when they are when they are being raised. It's usually the mother because the mother is like the thermostat of the household. She is the one that gauges the atmosphere, the temperature, because everybody knows when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, right? Can I get an amen? Type that in. So um, we are the leaders in our household. So that's what leadership is gonna. We're gonna talk about the leadership acrostic and the L. Like I said, stands for loyalty. Now, loyalty in the military is a must, and it is a given in mothering. You know, we not only have it ourselves, but we actually train it in our families. Like I said, we, we train our families, leave no man behind. Don't leave your siblings out. You know, we gotta protect the family unit, the family core. And so I wanna say that, you know, our, my parents used to teach us this. They would say, friends will come and go, but family is forever. So, we know that to be true now, is that family is forever. Teach your children that at an early age. Um, show your kids what it means to be loyal and faithful to each other. Proverbs 26 says this, many will say they are loyal, but who can find one who is truly reliable? A, re- a mom is reliable and loyal. So that's our L for leadership. The D in leadership stands for duty. That is a commitment to action, to perform a certain action. And that's an attitude of do whatever it takes, however it takes to get the job done. You know, it's our duty as a mother to protect and to train and to teach and equip our children. We would even run into harm's way. Like, like I mentioned at the very beginning, those hysterical feats of strength, you know, we'll run into harm's way. We will forsake everything to protect and to get our duty done as a mother. And I wanna say that, Mothers will go to great lengths to accomplish their duty. They will go, they will figure out how to get dinners made with nothing in the pantry. They will figure out how to feed their children. They will figure out, they'll put hours in to figure out common core math. Now I'm just kidding, that is way too much. We do not try to figure out common core math, okay? Send your kids to MCA and you won't have to figure out common core math. (laughs) Don't even get me going on common core. Okay, but... Moms figure out ways to do everything. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. That's what we do as moms. I wanna read you a couple other verses. Proverbs 31.17 says, she sets about her work vigorously. We get our duties done vigorously because we have no choice. It's just ingrained within us that we are gonna get our duty done. And the last verse that probably you all know, and if you don't know it as a mother, you need to know it as a parent for sure. Proverbs 22, six. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. You need to memorize that verse, hang on to it, because when you've trained them up when they're young, and then when they get a little older and it looks like they're veering off, you say, you claim that verse and you say, when he is old, when she is old, they will not depart from the teachings that I have trained them in, that that is biblical, godly words of wisdom. They will not depart from it. They have no choice. Stand firm on that promise in the Lord. Proverbs 22, six. 
So I talked to a friend of mine who was both a mother and a Marine, and she gave me some powerful insight. And she was talking about, you know, in the military, the duty of a leader is to train and equip your men and women to make good decisions in combat because it could sometimes be a life or death scenario, you know? And she correlated it, my friend, correlated it to mothering. You know, that's what we do with our children is we train them, we equip them, and then we, when they get older, we can only pray that what we've done is enough and sufficient enough for them to make the right decisions that sometimes could be life or death situations. Not just physically, I mean, it could be physical situations, but also spiritually. We need to make sure that we're training that in our children so that they can have um, a spiritual long life, not just a physical long life. No matter what, mothers are committed to getting the job done. They're committed to their duty and we get the job done. The R in leadership stands for respect. And that just means it's held in high esteem or regard, which I have high esteem for mothers and I have high esteem for the military. And that's what, you know, my father was in the military and I have several loved ones in the military and friends. Um, but respect conveys a sense of admiration. And I admire military and our mothers so much. I think they both show strength and endurance beyond what is normal capacity in so many situations. You know, the mothers are to be respected. And what's neat is that they respect others along the way. I'm sure some of you have heard the, feel, the, the term um, mom shaming. So I wanna just brag on some of the mothers in our church recently. I saw a post that one of the mothers said, hey, how are you moms doing with everything? And as I was reading the comments, I was seeing that, you know, these moms were like, I'm working 30 you know, to 40 hours a week and then I gotta do this for my kids and then I gotta get supper ready and clean the house and make sure everything is on the right path and then, then we gotta do homeschooling. you know. And they were saying, I, one mom said, I think there's been two days during quarantine where I haven't gotten in a fight with one of my kids. You know, and they were all just kind of saying what they've done but they all were encouraging each other like, oh girl, honey, I've been there, done that. Don't worry, you're got, you got this, you can make it. That's what moms do is we respect the other comrades, the other GI Janes that are on the battlefield at the same time as us. So I wanna say good job, high five you moms who are in the trenches with each other and building each other up. Soon we will be able to be right elbow to elbow with each other, but right now I know y'all are encouraging each other via text or Zoom calls. Um, so keep that up, respect each other in the fight. I wanna read you this. Um, in 1 Peter 3.16, it says, but do this, and this is talking about giving an answer about your hope as a believer when you're asked. So it says, but do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. And so I wanna say that's such a powerful verse to tell you, you've gotta keep, um, you've got to live a godly life if you want to earn respect from other people. And when you live that godly life, they will be ashamed if they say something negative about you. So you don't have to worry about mom shaming. You just have to say, no, I'm going to live a godly life and let them be ashamed of themselves if they say something bad about me. So that's the best way to earn respect as a mother. So we have loyalty, duty, respect. We have selfless sacrifice is the S. And mothers and military sacrifice all day. Both sacrifice their very lives for their calling. 
You know, it's John 15, 13 says, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And mothers do that on the daily. They sacrifice, you know, just starting out. From the very beginning, they sacrifice their body for nine months to be able to carry this child. And then sometimes even longer after to feed and nourish the child. But mothers sacrifice their own me time so many times with, you know, just to be able to give their children what they need. They sacrifice sleep. They sacrifice um, money. They sacrifice all kinds of things just so that they can get their children what they need. The Proverbs 31 woman says all these things about what she does. She gets up in the middle of the night. She sees. She makes. She sets about. She is clothed in fine linen. Again, it says she is clothed in strength and dignity. And I'm sure that somewhere in the footnotes it says, except in quarantine, she is clothed in stretchy pants and t-shirts. I'm sure that's there somewhere. That might be heresy, but I'm, I think it might, that might be a caveat in the Proverbs 31 woman. But 31:27, Proverbs 31:27 says, she watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. We sacrifice all the time and we get the job done but I wanna tell you this, most of the time your kids won't see it, sometimes your husband won't even see your sacrifice, but I'll tell you who does, your heavenly father sees your sacrifice every single day. So keep up the good work, he is watching, and it doesn't go unnoticed. The H in leadership stands for honor. We honor our military, you know, it's, they're worthy of great respect because they're serving our country and they count it a privilege. But I wanna say this, we counted a privilege, we mothers counted a privilege to be a mother. I don't take it lightly. That was something that was a God call on my life and I wanted to answer that call to the greatest nth degree that I could because I wanted to do it with all of, all of everything I had in me. And one of the things that we knew because I grew up in a Christian household is that my parents taught us that we honor our father and mother. Ephesians 6, 2 says, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and you will have a long life. It says you will enjoy a long life. So teaching your children to honor you is not self-serving. It's actually, you're actually prolonging their life. So make sure you're teaching your kids to honor and one of the ways that I did that was when we were sitting at the dinner table and I would, we trained them early to start saying thank you to both mom and dad, not just mom for preparing the meal or not just dad because he makes more money for paying for the meal. No, it was, we honored both of us. So little things like that, teach your children to honor. It's not, it, you're helping them. You're giving them a blessing. And even Jesus honored his mother on the cross. He made sure that she was gonna be well taken care of when he said to John, take care of my mother. So Honor is so important. And if you're sitting in the room with your mother, I want you to just honor her when we're done and let her know how much you honor her and respect her. The, a, the I in leadership stands for integrity. Proverbs 31.10 says, a wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. You know, integrity, having integrity is being consistent to and sticking with moral and ethical values. That is important to me. I want to say this. It's important to teach our kids this because a, a well-known general in the military, General Colin Powell, said this. He said, the most important thing I learned is that soldiers watch what their leaders do. You can give them classes and lecture them forever, but it is your personal example that they will follow. That's powerful. That is potent. That's what we know as mothers is that we can say all we want to, you know, do as I say, not as I do. 
but they're gonna do what you do because that's what they're watching. They're watching your example. You know, if you tell little white lies all the time, they'll tell little white lies. If you're talking ill and unkindly and as we say in the South, ugly about people, they're gonna talk ugly about people. They're watching what you do. Does that mean that we have to be perfect? No, absolutely not. I made gobs of mistakes all along the way. But I will say this, having integrity means owning your part and when you've made a mistake. Show your kids what that means and what that looks like is to you know, apologize to your children. Countless times I apologize to my children. So it's important to show integrity in that way. And to be a godly respected mother, you have to have integrity and you have to show it to your kids. The last letter in leadership acrostic is P, protective. And I wanna stay here for just a minute because just like soldiers in the military, you know, a mother will put aside fear and anxiety and she will run into harm's way to protect her children. It's like we mentioned before, you know, she will fight to the death if she has to. There was one story I read that a woman was, um, they were in the, in the middle of a shooting and this gunman was in a crowded area and she saw him coming to her and her kids were with her and she just, she shielded her kids with her back and she took five bullets in the back. She protected her kids, but what's amazing is that she recovered. Now that is a G.I. Jane. Come on, can I get an amen there? G.I. Jane protected her family, took five bullets and still recovered. Okay, well, I wanna say this is we can be protective in the physical realm. That's an example where she was protective physically. But I, this is where I wanna challenge you moms is when we see our children that are being attacked, naturally we wanna go into G.I. Jane mode and protect them and take over and control the circumstances. But I wanna challenge you today that the best protection that you can do for your family and for your children is to be a praying mother. And I wanna tell you this, James 5, 16 says, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Okay, I want to let you know, I have prayed some crazy nuts prayers for my kids when I knew that they were being attacked. And here's the deal. You know, a GI Jane always knows and she's alert and aware of the enemy, that there's always an enemy. Well, I know that a godly mother knows that there is an enemy. John 10, 10 says the enemy, the devil, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what the enemy is always trying to do. He's trying to kill and destroy your seed. Just two weeks ago, Pastor Devin preached a message. My son did an awesome job. But he talked about the Terminator, the movie, and how Sarah Connor was this mother, and she was going to give birth to John Connor. And, you know, John Connor was the answer to a problem to take out this killer. So they went back in time. I don't really know the whole movie, but whatever. They went back in time and he was trying to take out the mother so that she couldn't even have the answer to the problem. That's what your enemy is doing. He's trying to take you out as a mom. He's trying to take your seed out because that's what he does. And I wanna tell you, not on our watch. Mothers, protect your family by prayers. Protect your family in the, in the spiritual, in the heavenlies. You can get way more done in the, in the heavenlies, in the spiritual realm by praying than you can in the physical realm by trying to control everything. And I, I, I know this to be true because I've seen it happen in our lives so many times before. I wanna say that last week, Derek talked about 1 Thessalonians 5. And he was talking about um, in the verses, you know, I wanna highlight this verse, verse six. It says, so then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. 
1 Peter 1.13 also tells us to set our hopes in the right direction with minds that are alert and sober. Mothers, parents, I'm not just talking to mothers. This is every one of you. If you're watching today, you need to be alert and sober. You need to be alert and sober that there is an enemy trying to attack you. And I wanna, I wanna correlate it to the battle that we're facing with this COVID-19. You know, like, like I mentioned, last week Derek preached on the prophecy of what's happening. And I know that God is using this whole situation to shake the earth. But here's the deal. The devil knows the end story. So he's trying to shake all of us and get us distracted so that we're not alert and sober of what's really going on in the spiritual heavenlies and the spiritual realm. So you could talk to any parent right now during this quarantine homeschooling situation where they're working from home and every single one of them will tell you, it is a nightmare trying to get my work done because I'm so distracted with my kids. Let me just say, that is a ploy of the enemy right now in this whole season is to get you distracted so that you're not praying over your kids, so that you're not protecting them. Let me, I wanna say this too, that I, as the spiritual mother of our Connect Church house, I have engaged in mother bear mode and GI Jane mode for the seven weeks, what are we, seven weeks now, eight weeks now? Because I have been praying Psalm 91 over not just my family, but your family. If you're watching, I have been praying for your family. Psalm 91, twice a day, in the morning and in the evening, because I know that the devil's trying to attack all of us. So I need you to partner with me to pray for all of our families. You pray for your family. I'm gonna continue praying for all of us as a spiritual mother bear, so to speak. But join me in that prayer, because here's the thing. The devil wants nothing more than to just distract us with all of this, what's going on, and to lose this season of praying over our children. We cannot let our guard down. One of the things I know about a G.I. Jane is that if she lets her guard down just for a moment, she will come back with a force to be reckoned with, a force that cannot be matched by a riled up mother bear. You know, it's so important that you, if you have let your guard slip a little bit, come back with a force to be reckoned with because that it is so important to pray these protect, protective prayers over your family. And here's the last thing I wanna, I wanna correlate with motherhood and the military is when you have trained your troop, you know, the troop is ready to go into battle and they work like a well-oiled machine. They have each other's backs. They know how each other thinks. They encourage each other along the way. And so I wanna remind you that you right now, if you have little ones and you're training them at home, I wanna remind you right now and tell you that you are training your future comrades. You're training your battalion, so to speak, your troop who is going to live life with you and do battle. Let me just show you, let me put some meat on the bones for you for that. My family, in the last nine months, every single one of us have faced a massive trial. And I can't tell you how proud I am of my family. Now, this is not to brag on our family or to toot my own horn about what a great job I did as a mother. <laughs> I tried my best, but I made a lot of mistakes along the way. But here's the deal. Here's why it's working for us now is because I was a praying mother. I was a praying mother. God covers your mistakes when you ask him to. When you're a praying parent, he covers your mistakes. And I have seen that all these things that I've just told you about today, the acrostic leadership, every single one of them, I've seen come to pass just during this last nine months in our household, that our children have each other's backs. We text each other our prayer requests and our family group text. 
We have each other's backs. We're fighting together with each other. We're praying protective prayers over each other. And I couldn't be more proud of my family right now. And I want to say this, like I said, it is not about us. I could have never, never done this in my own strength. Our family has been covered by the grace of God. And the only way that I was able to do that was through the Lord Jesus Christ himself giving me grace and strength. Because some days I was on the battlefield and I felt like the little minions running around were my enemy. And I was ready to take some of them out. You know what I'm saying? I know all you mothers who are quarantined homeschooling know exactly what I'm talking about. But by the grace of God, I made it through and you can too. You're gonna make it. You just have to dig deep, just like all of our soldiers do on the battlefield. We mothers dig deep when it comes into battle time and war time. So dig deep and figure out what you need to do to make it through just today. And you've got this. I wanna say, I wanna remind you that there's no way I could have done all this, you know, raised a family, working, doing all these things, if it wasn't for my relationship with Jesus Christ. And I wanna let you know that if you do not know Jesus Christ and you're struggling during this time, I'm telling you, your relationship with him will bring you such peace, a peace that passes all understanding. And that's the only way you can get some peace during this time. I mean, I have had a relationship with him since I was four years old. That is a long time. I'm about to be 50 in July, a long time. And I have learned that the peace of Christ can dwell in my heart and my mind in the middle of raging storms, raging battles, but it is only through him. And if you have not ever given your life to Christ or you've never put him as you know, the general in your battlefield or the captain seat of your boat or the Lord of your life, I wanna give you an opportunity. And there is a, there's gonna be a banner down below me and you can click that to say, I wanna give my life to Christ to raise your hand, so to speak. And I'm gonna pray with you right now to give your life to Christ because it is the most important decision of your life. It doesn't mean, you know, when you, when you get Jesus Christ in your, in your life, you actually get the Holy Spirit. He leaves the Holy Spirit with you to help us in the here and the now, to bring comfort. And so I wanna give you that opportunity to bring the Holy Spirit into your life through your relationship with Jesus Christ. And so if you wanna do that, it may be that your palms are a little bit sweaty right now if you've never done this before and your heart's racing a little bit. I wanna tell you that that is the Lord saying, just invite me in. Invite me into your circumstances. Invite me into your life. And I wanna pray with you right now. If you just close your eyes and bow your heads, I'm gonna pray. And you can just repeat this prayer after me. It is not the prayer that saves you, but it is believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord that is what saves you. And it's the decision that you make. So let's bow our heads and pray together. Dear Lord, I just believe that you died on the cross for me and I know that I need a savior. Please save me. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did on the cross for me, that I don't have to pay for my sins and that I can be a a brand new creation. I believe in you, Lord. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit and give me the wisdom and the peace to walk through these coming days and months and years ahead. I put you in the captain seat of my life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.